Welcome to the banter, everybody. Hey. Jason, you're back. We're like yes. just an unstoppable force on this podcast. We just keep getting gold. I, I rigged the dice. I rigged love the us. dice. Yeah, I wanted. I wanted or the die. Technically, it's a single yeah. die. So the die. I rigged the die. Maybe we do need. <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> we need to say. I would never ask. Um, the guy who gave us this die is the best. I would never ask for a second one, but maybe we need a second one. Just to, so we can roll them both at the same time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but like uh, he just like he makes it so that the other die only has like his favorite people on it. He's just yeah. trying to rig the combinations. Um, before we get into well, before we get into anything, we change the color of this logo. Ooh, oh, that was dang, like a distance man, that was, too. Yeah, I found the angle. Yeah, I um, was wondering why the vibes were really low for a second. I yeah. realized it's because it wasn't green yet. That's right. Yep. Yeah, it changes the mood. Um, before we get into the show, we're going to talk a little bit. A little word from our sponsor, from our friends over at Manscaped. Uh, it's time for the ultimate face-off. The Beard Bowl is here. As the two best teams square off to see who's the champion of facial fuzz, or who the champion of facial fuzz is, our friends at Manscaped are prepping everything you need for game day. Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit is the MVP of facial grooming, offering precision trimming, water-resistant technology, and enough styling options to outplay any opponent. And guess what? You can join the winning team along with 10 million men who already trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code BANNER20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Craft your winning look with Manscaped. Don't let that beard be benched. It deserves the spotlight on the biggest stage manscaped's beard hedger pro kit is the ultimate franchise player to take your grooming game to the end zone this package has made it easier than ever to craft your signature look with ease featuring the beard hedger cordless trimmer it packs one guard with 20 different lengths that's right no more messy drawers full of guards it's honestly the best part of that thing Mm -hmm. Uh, but wait there's more the beard hedger is water resistant as well run it under the sink and shave in the shower for easy cleanups it's time to move the sticks uh, from your old beard razor, look and feel ready for the big game every day with Manscaped's beard formulations, including beard balm, beard oil, shampoo, plus conditioner. And lastly, as a bonus, Manscaped has thrown in a beard accessory pack coming with a brush, a comb, and beard scissors for the finishing mm. touches every modern bearded gentleman deserves. The playoff beard has never looked better. Trust Manscaped to get the job done. So get 20% off plus free shipping with our code BANTER20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with Manscaped at manscaped.com with our code BANTER20. Gear up for the real halftime show where your beard takes center stage. This is not, I mean, we are sponsored, but I will absolutely uh, sing the praises of Manscaped because every once in a while I will run out of my beard oil or beard conditioner and have to Mm -hmm. use the other stuff I've been doing, and I can just tell the difference. Like, it's a little more crunchy or Mm -hmm. not quite as soft, and it doesn't smooth quite as well. So between the conditioner and the oil... And even the shampoo, if I if I run out of the beard shampoo and have to use something else, I can tell the difference. So yeah, I, like I use all the Manscaped beard products, and I love them. I love them all. Dude. One of my one of my friends' wives got him the beard razor for Christmas, and he loves it. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, great products. They're they're definitely like they're like one of our biggest supporters of foundation and, and one of the people that we like really like their stuff. Yeah, yeah. like very happy anytime we get new Manscaped stuff. <laughs> I feel like Beard Hedger was like. Beard Hedger Pro, that's a big deal. I'm waiting for their latest and greatest. Beard Hedger Ultra. Ultra 5.6. I I have a story that I would like to tell Jason. I told Trevor already. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I always I had, like Connor's story, so I'm ready. I had a little bit of a um a mishap at my house the other day, if you call it that. I was building this bookshelf. Um wow. I fin- just be clear, the story it's has a happy ending. I finished the bookshelf, it looks wonderful, it's got books on it. Uh but I'm building this bookshelf and I spend basically last week I spent every single second of my free time working on this bookshelf. Um like I was up until midnight some nights in my shed working on this bookshelf. And it's but I also have a 
like I can't like set down projects. I like will I will keep on working on a project until late in the hours of the night. And if I didn't have a wife texting me telling me to <laughs> come inside, then I would just be out there all night. Um, and uh, so I'm like finally done building it and I'm ready to stain it. So I get this. We get the stain from Lowe's that we like. It's Jacobian is the color. A little darker than we wanted, but it'll be all right. And um, I'm I'm staining it. And I'm kind of in a hurry because we've got to be some. Where I can't remember where we had to be, but we had to be somewhere at like seven, six thirty. Yes, we had to be somewhere at six thirty, and I it's like six o'clock, and I'm out here staining this thing really quick, um, because I want to get it the stain on it, and then I have to wipe it off with a towel, and then so that I can finish it the next day. Because my whole goal was to get the bookshelf done and in the house and everything before Gabby's friends came this past weekend because her, a lot of her friends were coming to stay with us this past weekend. So she wanted our ugly shelves out of the front room, and she wanted to replace it with my beautiful bookshelf. And so I was rushing to get this thing stained, and I'm holding this can of stain in my hand. It's like a big can of stain. It's like a, it's not like a test size, but it's also right. not like a gallon. It's probably a half yeah. gallon. Um, actually, yeah, it's a half gallon. And I'm just like dipping the roller in there and rolling it, and then I get down on one knee and I go to dip the roller in there and it's like just a little bit too big for my hand to like really confidently hold. And so it pushes it right out of my hand and this big old bucket of dark, dark stain <laughs> just slips directly out of my hand and lands face down on the concrete <laughs> in my driveway. And so I am like... I it's one of those moments where you you are so freaked out you like can't respond to right. what's happening because I'm just watching my driveway get painted black in front of my eyes and I see it, it like it it's the whole entire can I barely used any stain at this point so it's an entire can just like running down the driveway so I freak out and I go and I grab the hose and I'm like spraying the drive it with the hose try to get off as fast as I can and I'm just in the meantime also spraying the bookshelf getting it soaking wet so then I move that over and I'm spraying it more and yeah so I couldn't finish staining it that night just and then I had to finish staining it the next day by getting another can yeah uh and my driveway has a has a pretty decent size stain I need it I really need to see what that looks it's like. A, yeah. it's not black like it's not like a black stain but it's a it looks like someone had a really odd shaped oil leak yeah how what? big is it it's it's significant. <laughs> What's funny is I, I, I you it's know like get Kevin's chili spilling. If on. that's what it felt like, that, that's really <laughs> yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, I scrape it back up. Yeah, I I, I that, that definitely is frustrating to hear. But what's funny to me is I'm such a penny pincher sometimes my biggest frustration was like the the money that was wasted on that can of oh yeah like the stain is the stain is probably well. what my wife would be more frustrated about than mm -hmm. you know the driveway and big stain i'm like that thing cost 12 dollars now i gotta go send 12 dollars yeah, or 20 dollars more that's exactly so how i literally just threw well. away money by dropping that can so and i was just like i don't know why to just start yeah no i just started i've barely done any and i don't know why but i just was like gabby's gonna be so upset that i just painted the whole driveway black and um and I was I was upset about it too. I yeah. feel like I grew up with people being really like cagey about their driveways not getting messy, which was tough for me. Always coming over to people's house, yeah. leaking oil all over their driveway. <laughs> so I was a person that I always parked in the road to everyone's house because I didn't want to leak oil on their driveway. I just had an just old like, asphalt driveway, like it, that's it, nice. You couldn't have stained it. If Mine you is basically asphalt now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, no, my BMW leaks all over my driveway. I don't really care. But then whenever that happened, I just like. 
I had the feeling of like I'm supposed to be upset that I just stained my driveway, and then I had this feeling of my wife's gonna be upset that I just stained her driveway. And then she came out there and she was like, I don't know, I don't know what happened to her, but she was in a good mood. Um, maybe she was listening <laughs> to some worship music or something. But she came out and she was like, uh, she's like, Hey, are you about ready to go? And it was like past when we were supposed to leave. And I'm out there frantic. I'm basically crying. I'm not crying, but on the inside, I was crying because yeah. on top of the stress that I was feeling, I was also feeling the stress. I know my wife is in there like anxious because we have to go because we're running late and I know she's going to come outside and see that I painted the driveway and she's going to be so upset and she came outside she was like what's wrong because I was obviously visibly upset and I was like I spilled the entire can of stain on the driveway and I stained the whole driveway and I don't have enough to finish this and she was like oh well it's okay we'll just get another can tomorrow and then I was like yeah you're right it's fine nothing (laughs) will put you in a good mood quicker than your wife not being upset about the thing you're upset at. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Subconsciously, as married men, yes. that is like where our mind goes pretty quickly. Like, if she's not upset about it, then why yeah. am I upset about you it? Realize <laughs> that, you realize that that's like the, a lot of the the stress you're feeling is like, I don't want my wife to be upset about this. Yeah. And, and then whenever they're not, you're like, oh, things are good. It's like it's like getting in trouble. Yes. It, it's it's um it's our instincts. It's like when our you you'd be waiting for your dad to get home and you knew something you did was bad and like your uh-huh. mom was gonna tell them mm-hmm. um, and then or either your parents and then you realize that your parents are just kind of like oh it's okay like they give you a pass and a lot of times it might just be because they're having a better day uh-huh. um, and then just immediately you're like oh everything's gonna be fine <laughs> sunshine and rainbows it's so it's so great D- I've been I'll tell you what lately um, I've been watching I've just been doing a lot of uh, woodwork uh, researching and you know I've gotten a lot of the bigger tools now but there is um there's so many small tools I still need. So many just like little things, like little clamps and pool saws and this and that. But um, but I can't buy any of them right now. I'm I'm in, I I'm in budget mode because I got a. I don't remember getting this last time, but uh, everybody knows having babies is expensive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just part of the game. I you know I've done this once, and last time I did it there I had a, there was a C-section to pay for. So you know I've done it before, but uh, this time, and I'm sure they sent it last time. I just didn't remember. But they send you like a letter in the mail when you it's when you pre-register at the hospital and they send you a letter like thanks for pre-registering and they're like attached is a document outlining like what and this is actually a great service by the way. Um, it's like this is a document. It's like this is what your bill might look like. Right. Like this mm-hmm. is an just to give you an idea because nobody oh, no. knows how much having babies costs. Yes. Right. And so it gives you uh, you get this bill in the back. And the funny thing is, is it the bill they give you is just outlined on it is unmedicated um, VBAC birth, which is like, that is the cheapest way to deliver baby. And this is not including any of the number of things that they're going to do for your baby in that hospital. um, Or if you order any room service in the hospital. Now, granted, this is the biggest expense is the birth. But like, if you get any kind of, uh, if you do an epidural, like that's a, that's a much like a big expense to go on there. Um, and I saw that and I was like, I was like, oh man, it was like $4,800 or something just for the, uh, just for that. And, and what's even crazier too is like, and now it's only so accurate because it's estimating what your insurance will cover based right. on average insurance. But like before insurance, having a baby the the most basic way you can have a baby, like as if you just walked in that hospital, they delivered it and you walked out, which isn't happening. You would, you'd be without insurance. You would be out like, I mean, I want to say it was like 
17 grand or something. That's crazy. <laughs> and then, believe it. Yeah. And then like the, obviously, you know, that's just how medical bills are. They look terrifying and then insurance hits it. And then they're still terrifying. But they're just, <laughs> you know, it's like, instead of like, oh, we're going to have to, um, just sell everything we own. It's like, <laughs> yeah. we have to sell half the things we own. So <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I thought that was funny because I didn't remember getting that last time. Um, but yeah, it's, it is this, the bonus about being active duty military is we didn't pay a penny for all three births. Wow. Well, you need, yeah, like, so that's the trade off, right? But I also spent you served accumulation the of a number yeah, of years yeah, away yeah. from yeah. my family. That <laughs> you earned it. Way, you so. earned it. Yeah. But, yeah, but my tax dollars paid your salary. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for paying for my kids' births. So. Yeah. Not y'all, but your parents. But, yeah. um, um, but that's the biggest transition we've had to figure out coming here is because now, I don't have full coverage. I like I have coverage over my disability stuff from the military, but yeah. now I'm back into like with everybody else, with yeah, the real yes. people, the regular yeah. people who have to pay. <laughs> and like when Ryder, when my young my youngest son fractured his jaw, yeah, oh crazy, that bill was crazy. And we're still trying to get our insurance to pay for it, so we still get a monthly bill from mm -hmm. the doctor saying, oh, "Hey, you still, owe us this money." You're still trying, and to we're trying to, to file them. the claim from Such them. So, but mess. it's but even what we still have to cover was a few thousand dollars. And yeah. my entire Air Force career, I never paid. For anything, we had to pay for if the kids went off base for dental, we had to pay the copay. It's always but that was dental, it. man. It's always but um, dental. but for twenty four years, I didn't pay a penny. I mean, between three bursts, all three C sections, number that's, of medical things. Wild. So yeah, I got my eyes done. I'm, I had laser surgery in my eyes. So <laughs> when yeah, I had LASIK. Oh, had what's P that like? I had PRK. Oh, okay, PRK. So LASIK is basically where they cut the tip of the eyeball off or the the. The front of it is and that then what go they in. Do? Yeah. Mm. Whereas PRK <laughs> is where they burn it straight on. Oh, nice. And and it was um it was fa it's Both fantastic. Because in 2005 I had it done, and so I'm still 2020 vision. You oh, know, okay. 18, 19 years later. Wow. But That's it's crazy. it's basically you're looking at a red dot and you feel like I've never thought you could feel pain on your eyeball, but you feel a burning. But then they're also pouring ice cold water in your eye at the same time. What the heck? And it was like, but it's only for a few seconds, but it felt like it was for like minutes. And you, it says you basically have to track the red dot with your eye. And they, the cre creepiest things, they clamp your, like yeah, you've seen the movies to. where they torture people. Yeah, they clamp their, to, yeah. they had to clamp it on. Sounds awful. But um, well, they, they, they numbed that part, but you could still feel the burning well, listen, of it. I heard somebody, and tell me if this is true. I was just hearing somebody the other day that uh, on an interview they had um, they had LASIK, but eyeball laser situation. Right. They said they couldn't really feel much, but they could smell burning eyeball. Yeah, I, you could smell like you could feel it and smell what? like. Now it wasn't like drastic, but you could you could feel you could smell burning. If that makes oh sense. Oh my right, gosh, so. like that's crazy. Our eyeballs crazy. Are the funniest so thing fragile. though, because when you stand up, <laughs> it looks like what happens whenever you don't put a mask on while you're welding. Yeah, then you'll yeah, you burn, get that. You'll smell burn, toast. Yeah. 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 But it was it was great. Like I'm thankful. Elizabeth is still mad to me this day because when we she and I got married, we both wore contacts, and the <laughs> the life of a contact wearer is different. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she has to do that and deal with everything. Uh -huh. And she even kind of jokes she's still bitter that I I don't have to, <laughs> haven't worn contacts in 19 years. So. That's funny. That's Gosh. crazy that you still have like perfect vision after all that time. Yeah, it's it, it's like, getting works. like I, well, I don't have. Well, I had you know I had to wear reading glasses now, so okay. maybe it's not quite twenty twenty, but I, I, I can still see anything. I feel like the reading glasses too are just a lot with eye fatigue. Like you get older and like, because like that's how my mom. Um, actually, she I think she wears contacts now, but like her eyes just got fatigued over time. She started with reading glasses and then it turned yeah. into mm. more and more. I think my dad needs glasses, but he he's needed them since he was like in his twenties and just never warm just didn't like them. Yeah, <laughs> and like he does fine. He's just not great with farsight. I don't think. Okay. Um. Yeah. Medical man, the medical bills are crazy. That's, that's I'll crazy. tell you what though, you might you might make it not to call you old, Jason, but you might make it to social security. <laughs> I am old, so you might actually get some. Yeah. 
I'm, we're not getting any. You think it's going to be gone by the time? Oh, we're not getting it. Although, I will say that people have been saying that they for like 10 for like, years yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just like imagine getting so close. And like if you ever look at your paycheck, man, you get yes. gutted for Social Security. Yep. And that is supposed to pay me when I'm old and I can't work. And how are they gonna how are they gonna justify that? How is the US government gonna be like, oh yeah, remember? They're gonna give us like a two thousand dollar stimulus each and be like, here you go, because you didn't get social security. Like we have been paying towards our future, like investing in it through that system the government implemented ever since we started working a job. And we might not see a dime of it. <laughs> what are we doing, guys? Sounds pretty Did- typical. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but this is it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing and like I literally i bet that's what would happen if we didn't get it is they'd be like whoever the president is be like you know to make up for it here's a couple thousand dollars everybody and everybody would be all people who don't think deeply enough about it yeah. or maybe people who weren't working long enough to like yeah. care will be like oh sick i'm gonna buy a new lawnmower this is awesome who cares about social security meanwhile if you've been working for like 30 years you're like i've dumped in a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. into social security all my whenever the stimulus checks went out, all my friends were texting in our group chat about oh, like yeah. the new drum kit they were buying and all these new Dude, guitar the stimulus, like the that. Stimmies were great. I was being claimed by my dad though, so uh, I never got a freaking stimulus check. Well, so the big well the big thing that I during the COVID, um, whenever I got like any of the stimulus stuff, I actually bought an engagement ring with it. Yeah, wow. that's, what, that's, that's what I nice. used it for. Nice. And then I think we got like one more whenever I was married. And at that point, we were already paying bills, so it's yeah, not fun yeah. anymore. Well, still, it was fun because you could pay some. Bills. Yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> free money. Whenever yeah. listen, there, so. the last like two years, uh, Virginia did a thing where like if you just filed taxes in the state of Virginia and met a couple things, but really just like they were just trying to get people filed, you got just like a. I think it was like four hundred dollars. Oh like yeah, two hundred dollars per person in your household. Wow. So like that my wife weird. and I got four hundred dollars for our household. And like it would just pop up in your bank account. One yeah, that day. was nice. Um, and you're like, oh, thank you, government. They like <laughs> yeah. to do they do that just enough times. I made the mistake. I won't ever do it ever again. L- look at my pay stub. That is. <laughs> oh, like because you see I, how many taxes? It's been out a while. It? It's been a while since I like looked at it. But the other day, I was just like in the app and like I pulled it up, looked at it, and I was like, <laughs> and it just ruined my day. I was just upset the rest of the day. I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> taxes are crazy, man. Yeah. They are, and yet. Taxation is theft. (laughs) And yet, we pay so much. Yeah, no, he says, first of all, federal income tax is illegal. (laughs) That's what he says when they come to audit him. (laughs) Just nothing behind it. Federal income tax is illegal. Oh, man, no, it's crazy. Although, uh, the last two years, and like the thing about taxes, too, is especially when you're younger, you get those tax refunds, and you're like, this is awesome. The last two years... um, I have, I, I've owed on my taxes because, um, however I have my pay set up or whatever, yeah. I have everything correctly entered in to like our payment thing, and yet mm-hmm. it never withholds enough, never. Mm. Um, so I owe like a significant amount of money in taxes each year the last couple of years. That's um, with, only on the federal level, the state level. I last year like I got like. Um, it was like, you're going to owe all this money for federal. I was like, oh, that stinks. And then it was like, well, you're going to get a bunch back for state. I'm like, can we just balance the scales here? Like, yeah. what, what is going on in the tax withholding thing? Um, well, that's what's nice when you, as you have dependents to start claiming, because all three of my kids have fallen yeah. off the last few years. Well, that, that's, and we went from getting money back, and the then now we're are pa- great. paying for years now. Mm-hmm. Plus, we had a rental property 
And because of the value of the house, we end up we made money off the profit of the house, but we end up having to pay taxes for it. And yeah, then that sucks. Yeah. And so the penance are another funny thing though, too, because like they rock at tax season, but like you spend like a half a million dollars over 18 years to raise a child <laughs> like it's like you spend like so much money on them but it does rock the only thing it stings about having a kid in february when i'm about to is i'm not going to see any of that on yeah. this tax return yeah. so i'm not going to get any credit for having it because like whenever i had brooks it was right at the end of the year yeah. it's perfect just yeah. snuck them in there and so i got like a three thousand dollar credit it was that year they were doing that yeah so i got like a three thousand dollar credit basically paid for a good bit of his birth expenses with that um and then obviously i had a dependent as well yep. i should like i wish i could have you know two dependents this year and and this and that and uh you don't get anything for buying a house anymore back when the uh i read back when the recession uh happened and as they were coming out of it i think it was george bush put in like a or it was obama i think put in a tax incentive to like anybody who was a new home buyer got like a big tax credit because they were just trying to spark the economy yeah. again yeah. Um, not anymore not anymore nothing for owning land doesn't do nothing for you hey well you know what the price for used cars went up a little bit more we the, got an email yesterday so <laughs> the price went, of used cars went up more yeah like buying used cars because it's because it was crazy like a few years like a like a year ago yeah. And then lately it's sucked because we want to sell Gabby's car and get a new car. Oh, uh, so you're you're actually happy it went up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I am very happy because it, we actually got a number that is somewhat decent. Yeah, Still used cars not have really. been pretty crazy. There's like there was like the the few COVID industries I feel like were like car obviously houses were crazy. And those are about to go crazy again because the rates are coming down, which means people are gonna sell their houses for a billion dollars. <laughs> um the houses were crazy. Lumber was yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, another random one, computer parts. People that were trying to build computers around that time That's because funny. everybody wanted to be, was at home and wanted yep. to build here. Like obscene That's prices funny. for computers. Um, and then, yeah, the, the cars ones, like they had finally started to come down a little bit. We sold, during that time, we sold two cars to Carvana. I think Carvana's mm. not doing well anymore. They just but come pick them up. I, right, the right they would come pick it up, but they gave it at the, like, at the Kelly Blue Book value of selling it they just privately. Whenever they I just priced it, it out, they were so. they were given a significant bit, bit less. Okay. Yeah. And they may have changed. I think I, I saw something that they've changed. They have but a like, convenience factor. That right. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They, we, they, we met them outside the base for one, and we met them at a grocery store for the other, and they That's awesome. had a check right there for... That's awesome. As much and it's better than trading it in or selling it. it it's same quiet, same quote basically. Kelly Blue Book would do for selling private, you know, direct yeah. to somebody as opposed to. Yeah, that. I think it was like it was like fifteen hundred bucks less. Yeah, they must not. I mean, it must be. They must be catching. It must be catching up. Yeah, as well, yeah. So. Or they maybe have a car elevator. That was like back when they were like first coming. <laughs> that was back when they were like first starting. Yeah. I feel like too. So they might have been like trying to yeah. <laughs> build up the their best. inventory. Yeah, yeah. I, seen it. I saw a clip once of the Carvana truck like picking up a car and dropping it like from the second story of its like trailer thing oh my gosh. great yeah no, i i feel at peace uh i'm not in the car rat race because both my cars are worth nothing so <laughs> therefore i think combined worth of my two cars is probably maybe two thousand dollars um, <laughs> that's not true a little yeah bit more no it's act, no the 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 pontiac is worth 700 bucks or maybe slightly less i i quoted it and the the Murano is worse under two thousand. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, no, it doesn't suck. It's great because you know well, they, they're doing their job. You don't uh, have a car payment. Yeah, yeah so I don't have a car go. payment, so it doesn't it doesn't suck because I never expected to have value out of it. Yeah, you know, I whenever whenever one of them dies, uh, whenever I run them into the ground, you know, I'll 
probably just get another used car. Like that's just the way I'm going to have to roll. Um, but you know, the, uh, Pontiac's got 180,000 on it. The Murano's got 190,000 on it, but they're running. Gabby's car is a 2018. She bought it with like 13,000 miles on it, uh, in 2018, I think. And, uh, we, it just hit 130,000 miles. That's insane. So we've driven it a lot. That's yeah, a lot of driving. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a lot of driving. Cause like my, and my BMW, you know, has, you know, probably like 700,000 miles on it. Yeah. Cause they say, I mean, I think a lot of, <laughs> I don't know if it really has seven. Does it really have 700? And my, it, this is, this is the math that I've done for it. Okay. okay. The odometer is broken, but it's been up until the past few years, whenever I've had it parked, it's been a daily driver since it was created. It's been a three owner car. First owner bought it in 1987. And the odometer stopped working in the 90s at 210,000 miles. And so if you look at it that way, as if it was his daily driver. And even if you give it like late 90s, so 19, we'll give it 10 years, it got 200,000 miles on it. And then, but, and then after that, the other guy, he, it was also a daily driver for him the entire time he had it. And then it was a daily driver for me the entire time I had it. Then that works to somewhere around there. Yeah. It's tough to yeah. figure. Um, a lot like I think, on average, I put you know like seven to ten thousand miles on a car in, in a year. It depends. Like my car, I only drive to work and, and back. The Murano is when we would, we travel. Right. I also so drove like, it back and forth from Liberty a ton. Yeah. So I don't know. Cars can be. Hey, yeah. old cars, man. They're built to run. You know, yeah. my minivan, or my family minivan, growing up, that thing almost made it three hundred thousand miles. You know, you see, you see trucks and vans that make it to close to four hundred thousand. miles. I wish the odometer was working on it. That'd be so satisfying. I'm surprised. I mean, I know like there's different rules for the vintage cars, but like I'm surprised there's not like a like odometers. Like tampering with an odometer is like a big no no. Yeah. So like I'm surprised you're allowed to have a broken one. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised. Like, I, I'm surprised it passes. <laughs> it, 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 I think it depends on the age of the car. I'm, yeah. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it does. Yeah, I'm sure it does. You're right because if you still got to do the yearly inspection, the challenge is there. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Thankfully, my my car doesn't have. To, well, in in Virginia, it doesn't matter. In North Carolina, it mattered. It doesn't have to pass emissions. Okay. Yeah, there's no emissions in this yeah. state. It's great. Yeah, that is nice. It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pennsylvania, we had to have it too. My BMW in North Carolina, my BMW's uh, window tint technically did not pass inspection, um, but I just had one guy that I would take it to every time, and he would he would pass it as long as I would wouldn't take it anybody else. <laughs> my my father in law, he used like an uh, his like glasses prescription as a way to get a better uh, darker tint on his. Oh window. no! Way. Like there was some loophole, and so he had a pretty That's dark funny. tint on his car we had to replace tires on both of my two of my kids vehicles on the last inspection so oh, it's a yeah. crusher it's a crusher because i, I, oh, yeah, got, you can't I pass. just got new tires too it stinks and thankfully the tires weren't we, we just go to larry's for it because it's yeah. easy mm-hmm. and because both the kids <clears> are in college and they weren't too bad but it still was a chunk of change you weren't oh yeah ready to spend especially oh, yeah. whenever you were in the air force and you had to pay a dime for tires <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> there's tires everywhere i um what's the well, you just okay. flew everywhere right that's how the air force works right yeah i went <laughs> in with one flat that i thought could be passed and walked out with all new tires. Um, <laughs> yeah, I ago. I went in with one with one that I thought could be patched. It was too close to the sidewall, but they replaced just the one tire, and it, I was kind the, of upset about it. Honestly, yeah, because the, yeah. now I just have one. Well, I would rather just replace the one, just to be clear, because I don't want to pay for all new ones because all other ones are 
they look fine. Um, but uh, I'm just upset that we we took it to a good year thinking that they would just patch it, mm-hmm. um, and they had availability that day. But since we took it there, the only tires they had were Goodyear's, oh, which so did not match the other tires on the car. Yeah. So this tire is like, it looks bigger than the rest of the tires. <laughs> <laughs> it always pulls to the left or pushes yeah. to the left now. So Jason, what are, talking about the military benefits. Okay. Besides, like outside of pay, any what are the what were the best things that were either discounted, included, um, or anything like that, that were just like perks, the best perks of the military? Because like the healthcare situation, that's pretty pretty high. Healthcare is the biggest one. Yeah. So the biggest one for sure is healthcare because all your majority of your healthcare is provided while you're active duty. Yeah. Active duty and then when you retire, and the second one is Chick Fil A. And <laughs> you ever get and the then, discount at Chick Fil A? Do we get discount at Chick Fil A? I don't know. You're supposed to probably but you have to ask for it. So that's the other. The other here's here's a local great discount place. Um, the bagel and I gets thirty percent for military. Ooh, that's awesome. So the bagel and I gets my money a lot because thirty percent is pretty. good. Do you good, have an so. ID that you show them? Or yeah, my my military ID. I have a retiree, so to okay. sh- to show that we're still retired, we have an active duty or retiree okay. uh, ID card. That's, that's cool. that looks now the family's retiree because of my dependents. Because technically, two uh, two of my dependents are st- two of my kids can still be dependents because they're in college. But after uh-huh. you hit eighteen, you're not supposed yeah. to be a dependent anymore. But since they're both full time in college, yeah, yep. The other, ben- I mean, honestly, the other biggest benefit, and this is from a Disney guy, is that the Disney discounts on military, uh, the military discounts on oh. theme park tickets in general mm-hmm. are really good. That's awesome. But the okay. ones at Disney were fantastic. So they uh, like, what do you mean by really good? Give us an example. Like, so they can you can still today go to so at, at every base we have what's called uh, or military bases or. Air Force bases, maybe Army, information tickets and tours, and it's where you can go get discounted tickets for stuff. Oh, cool. So say, like, you go get a four-day hopper pass at Disney for, if you just bought at the gate, it'd be maybe $500, and through ITT, it'd be like $350. Oh, dang. Per ticket. That's so awesome. That's pretty It's lit. pretty, so that, that on every base, they have that little office where you can buy discounted stuff. That's sick. Yeah. And, that's there, cool. and there's a bunch of different websites. Like, there's a site called Government X, that's G-O-V-X, that, that supports military and first responders and, and fire departments and firefighters and stuff that you validate that you are that, and then you can get really good discounts on, like, different things. Yeah. Oak, Oakley has Oakley Special Issue, a website just for first responders and military. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're, like, say, all their stuff, it seems to always be, like, 30 to 40% off. Wow. Are there yeah. things that, like, own, like, websites and products that only uh active or former military personnel can buy probably not that i, I mean that the, those Sorry. sites you can only go to if you can if you validate via email address or your id card or something mm-hmm. so um the other big bonus one is, is staying at hotels so as an active duty yeah. so they have a, if you if you ever go book a marriott you can choose the military discount yeah and then because they the government has pre-negotiated rates with places mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Originally, it was supposed to be just if you were actually on duty, actual TDY, temporary duty travel, like mm-hmm. you're actually going for work, and then it expanded to like as long as you're active duty, this is a, a perk of being in the military. Cool. The Airlines, you get a good one. Airlines, we didn't fly. I don't. I don't know anymore. So okay. in the early days, it wasn't as much. There was an on base. You could board earlier though. Yeah. So often yeah. they had early boarding for yeah. those kinds of things. So, but they in the early days. In our early days of being in the military, you definitely get a discount. But there are so many. This was. I joined the, the Air Force pre the internet as we know it is now. Yeah. There was no kayak. There was no Priceline. There was none of those things. Yeah. So, yeah, it was great to go to the 
to go to the the booking agent on base to to book flights. But now with the internet for flights, I've not seen anything that's like drastically gotcha. drastically lower. But mm. but so many places offer military discounts. And it's always an odd thing. So like I have. Because I don't want to abuse my privilege of getting 10% off. So if I'm at a restaurant I know does military, I will, like if I'm at like Outback or something that does military, I will say how military, and then after they give me the receipt, but then I just, whatever the discount is, I just add to the tip. So, wow. so I'm still paying the same in a backwards way, right? But yeah. all my all Get that money, money I would have paid just goes to the tip. Yeah, that's yeah. that's so, cool. That's really cool. That's what I've ta- I've taught the kids all that as well because they because with ID cards they get military discounts. Like if you ever do that and it's a place you can tip, just put that money back on the tip as a way to try to help out. That's though. nice. That's really cool. The server. That's a cool thing to do. Jason, night. I don't know if you've talked about it on the banter, but what is it that you did? Like in the Air Force, I was in uh, information technology communication. It was called communications, information technology, cyber. So, cyber. so basically, cyber. I for a few years I worked base comms. Ba- basically, helped with the metnav systems, the stuff that helps planes land. Is also okay. comm stuff. So, and then I did information assurance, which is basically in the Air Force. What information assurance is if you want to put a new computer system or software system on the network it has to be certified and accredited for being secure to go on the network mm. it's a cna it's actually a cna process military people know this very well so we basically reviewed that to make sure it basically all the they dotted all the i's crossed all the t's and that the testing has gone sure gone through to make sure if you put this new software system this new whatever on the network it was not going to cause any issues with the so, network here's a question it within the technology space of the military are is the military contracting or using specific brands like most generic windows or mac yeah so yeah it was the air force was the military was definitely like the rest of the world was a windows based place Mm -hmm. so and then in the land my last few years there more people were pushing to get macs on the network because Mm -hmm. the key is they had a hard time basically certifying the Mac for its full safety because the, because of the way Apple does it, we all book, trust Apple products to secure themselves. Mm-hmm. But when you introduce them to the network, it was a challenge. Yeah. Not as big deal as, as, as it is when I when I first came in in those first years of the Mac. But also, like, for years, we used Blackberries because Blackberry mm. yeah. had a very tight security system within it that was wow. government-approved, and the iPhone didn't. So for years and years and years, we didn't use wow. iPhones for government yeah. stuff. And is wow. that, like, is the government have a deal with blackberry or is it just like this is the one we're going to issue no they had a deal with blackberry and does it go as deep as like okay so like phones computers but like is it go as deep as like these are the wi-fi routers we use like this is like everything so so yes they they are bigger big organizations in the air force i'll talk about the air force specifically that go through and approve who we can and can't buy from Mm -hmm. there's even oh my gosh i've been out too long but there's a process the gsa process government service administration where you can they have vetted that there's certain ones you can get or certain Mm -hmm. ones you can't there's even ones for a little while that we couldn't buy because we knew they were made in china and you can't yeah is is like you don't believe it you cannot trust anything made in china not Mm. it's not a bash against the chinese people let's Mm -hmm. be clear but you cannot trust military anything that is that you cannot have full faith and trust that it's secure if it's made or passes through china absolutely everything yeah. have to be made in America that's on the, U- the U.S. They base? try to. Like, the priority is that, but it can't just... We just don't have the technology to do that. So that's mm. the priority. And a lot of those things, that's what we try to do. But it's it's 
it's crazy. It's basically yeah, crazy. Thought. It's like right. yeah. if you're if you're I can't you imagine how expensive not. an American made Wi-Fi router is. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> we China, take good though. benefits. We take care of our employees. Yeah. In other countries, they don't quite take care of them to the standard. Yes. But their cost of living is also less, so yeah. it's not always as bad as it sounds. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's pretty bad. That sometimes. is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thought Absolutely. Be like all these other companies are manufacturing these things, and it's like, yeah, the military has to use those things too. Yeah. It's crazy. And then my last. And then I spent six years doing special ops staff stuff. So, like, I was never on the ground, but I was the guy, the headquarters element. When I was in Germany, we were supporting folks who were in Africa, and Africa was crazy. And it was, um, I was still at Africa. So, the way we, the, the military is organized into geographical combatant commands, meaning there's a headquarters that covers Africa, there's a mm-hmm. UCOM covers Europe, and then there's NORTHCOM that covers North America, SOUTHCOM covers South America. And I was at AFRICOM, and I was there. This was a number of years ago, but you vaguely remember this thing called Air, the Arabic Spring where we got Qaddafi, crazy things were happening. Mm. But I remember I, I was working mid-shift and I came in one night and then ended up working like a 24-hour shift because that night they had shot tea lambs to, onto Libya. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, there's oh my which are missiles from boats is what mm-hmm. a tea lamb is. We're like, okay. And then like the next morning, I still hadn't come home. So Elizabeth called my office just to make sure everything was okay yeah. because I was still working. And then it was it was crazy. For, I, think I, I, part, I think I've told the story in the banter, but for like three weeks straight, which seemed like longer than that. I worked every night for like anywhere from 15 to 18 hours a wow. night because they were basically attacking um, the, attacking Libya. And I started, I, I ended up being the guy who was tasked to create a slide that ended up going eventually to the president. Sounds crazy, but a true story. Wow. Like I had to create a single slide with some other backup slides that went to the AFRICOM commander, our four star. He approved it. And then he literally personally sent it to the president direct email. Wow. And so it was, you talk about stress, a guy yeah. who's not into that world, who's all of a sudden putting together these slides. I'm contacting folks on boats to get um, battle damage assessment for how okay. the missiles went, what happened. It was the first time we had Arabic uh, partners actually attacking other Arabic countries. Like Jordan mm. joined us with their F-16s, and it was it's very interesting. And then, like literally, like a day later, I see a version of my slide on CNN, and it was wild. Wow. Like some low, like because you never really know where it begins, and some lowly dude sitting in <laughs> yeah. in Stuttgart, Germany, in the middle of the night in this little building with like thirty of us around. Because they were they were, and what's tough is they were redoing the op center. So you see in TVs, op centers are really nice with all these big computer monitors up on the wall and uh-huh. that, that's a true story true statement but they were modifying the AFRICOM one so we were literally in like a big conference room with just a bunch of computers wow. around the table like like this typing and stuff so dang that's crazy. had this one this early on I had this two-star general literally poke me in the chest he goes when are you gonna start helping me he was stressed at the time I was like sir I'm trying <laughs> talk about stress an army two-star who went on to be a three-star super great guy but he was very stressed that night because yeah. we were trying to gather info yeah to give to and but but these guys are in the middle of operations right uh-huh. and we're we're but we have lowly staff dudes yeah. contacting people in operations hey can you give me the update yeah it was stressful so, so that was that was your role like during that time during that sale so for those three weeks I was communication I, I was literally just uh it had nothing to do with my background okay. like my background as a cyber guy guy and yeah. IT guy was nothing to do with that. It was like I was an officer at the time. I was a okay. major. I was like, all right, dude, figure it out. That's the wow. life. Of, I mean, people make fun of officers for a lot of good reasons, but a lot of times like you're thrown into crazy high stress situations and you 
I had another guy who worked the day shift who was fired after three days because oh he couldn't goodness. handle it. And he had the easier shift. <laughs> so, because he was, he was gathering stuff during the day to give to me at night for stuff. Uh-huh. And he literally was fired after three days. They didn't even bring anybody to backfill him. And so I just had to do everything. Oh so, my God. Sounds gosh. like I'm telling, I apologize. I really sounds like I'm tooting my own horn. I'm not, t- I'm not trying to. It doesn't no. sound but like that. But that. <laughs> that, that, that three weeks was the most chaotic, stressful time. I think I literally went half gray during that time because <laughs> it was so. It was so crazy. That is, so, that but that has crazy. nothing to do with my IT background. It was just, I was an officer, a spare body who could do some work. Okay. And I did okay enough that I didn't get fired. Uh-huh. The good thing is it eventually led me to get hired on at SOC Africa, Special Operations Command Africa, which I want to start doing soft stuff. And that was fun. And That's so, really cool. yeah, you do all that really important stuff in the military and then you retire and now you work for a Frisbee company. Yeah. So <laughs> the most stressful thing that happens here must be incredibly not stressful to you. <laughs> That's what I'd say that because I mean, Grant, I've lived a, a lifetime, but like I've never been stressed at this job in my entire no, year I don't and a half. think you would and be. There yeah. are stressful, but and let's be clear: the stressful things that have happened have happened on the media side. You know, the the site the high, getting hacked a couple of times. I say whenever things, our YouTube uh, channel gets hacked, you need to be running point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what the heck, guys? What's but, happening? But on right the retail now? side, there is no there is no stress. Yeah, you, you had Brody back and forth with me on the phone talking <laughs> nonsense man we need we need jason in there i have been part of any like chest. we <laughs> <laughs> i'll take that poke no it's it's those times it sounds it sounds odd but in hindsight those high stress situations are a blast if you know what you're doing and you okay. come out successful oh, on yeah, the other side. Certainly. It's like that is like the adrenaline is so like for again for three weeks, like I didn't get a rest at night. The adrenaline was so high because there was no break when you're in that room because it's mm-hmm. we had the we had one night, um, we had the we, what was it? We a an F sixteen or F fifteen got shot down and the guys ejected as a two seater. Mm-hmm. And one guy w- was picked up in the water, but one guy fell behind enemy lines. And we no kidding had like a super special black ops guy call us and be like, "Hey, I got your dude." Wow. We had a we had a um, joint. What's it called? Special a recovery specialist on the team, and literally everybody's he's like, "Everybody shut up!" And he's literally talking to a guy who is super super deep in, undercover who uh-huh. has our guy with the enemy forces. It was like, oh "Wow!" Oh my like, gosh. That is the it has nothing to do with me, right? But it was uh-huh. the cool. Like, I was like, "Wow, that." <laughs> Cool. Did see him talk? We are dude? saving Private Ryan. We're right no now. kidding, saving a dude because he because if he's he's behind enemy lines, it's wild. There's so, so many cool people. So, but when you get through the other again, if you get through the other side successful, those operations are like the greatest, and then the, the 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 adrenaline rush, the excitement. Same way with the hack. Once you got through the hack, once you got through, you know, Tesla Live. I'm sure it was like okay. I know good, that. But. I know that. You, this is not your intention at all behind telling these stories, obviously, because you're because you're just awesome. That's why you're telling these stories. <laughs> you make people want to enlist. But this this just makes my life feel so meaningless. <laughs> huh? No, no, dude. No. no. I will say though, if I was listening to this podcast and I was like 17, 16 years old, I'd be like, yeah. yeah, I'm signing up. Yeah, dude. Jason, I wish he's still, I, he's I had still getting paid. You know, he's he's got <laughs> another benefit. I have retirement and, gonna, and, and disability and for years, enlist, of, man. Hey, so no, I. I am thankful for my time in the military. I had plenty of jobs I did not like. I had plenty of, yeah. you know, paper pushing mm-hmm. jobs I couldn't stand. If you genuinely like, if there was a 16, 17 year old kid watching who didn't really know what they're doing with your future, would you genuinely recommend like joining the military could be a great decision or would you, would you be Harp, like, yes, yeah. without doubt. Mm, the, the air force. Now I'm biased because I came from the air force, <laughs> but this is what you want to do. But the air force in general, people will tell you the air force 
treats their people better. Not that you're treated bad. But the Air Force spends more money on their facilities because mm-hmm. the Army's focused on their equipment. The Navy is definitely focused on their boats and ships. Mm-hmm. The Marines just like to blow stuff up, and we love Marines for that. Like, I, <laughs> a little side note, Marines are like, Marines get in trouble a lot. You'll see this on the news, but I had a, a good buddy of mine a number of years ago tell me, he was an officer, he goes, you know, we have to let them be a little crazy uh-huh. because they, they're the ones who we say, kick down that door and you may get shot in the face but you're still going to kick down the door and yeah. they do it so i yeah. love marines let me emphasize i love marines more yeah. than any other service member but it was funny when, when he told me that i was like okay that makes sense why you keep seeing marines getting in trouble for stupid stuff because like, we usually try to organize their chaos and them they want to juggle chainsaws that's fine just don't let anybody know that you're juggling chainsaws yeah. right because they need them to want to kick down that door to I've do heard, that right? i've heard so. that that take on that before that like it the so in some branches of military, you just like people are just crazy, right? And you, they're and but in in reality, us over here in the safe part of the world, right? We kind of need them need to be them. people that we don't want to be friends with because we need that personality of, for people who are going and, and fighting. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, I, it, but going back to the point, absolutely, I would recommend joining the military. It depends on what you want to do. I got a free education. My master's degree was entirely covered by That's the awesome. Air Force. All the medical, I have retirement pay now, and it was good, and that's behind me. And then, and yes, I work for a frisbee company, but like it's it's crazy. But like I'm blessed by God because I watched Foundation for a few years, and I watched Robbie C, and now I'm here, and it's still surreal every single day. We only hire fans. We we also only hire ex-military. Yeah. Hey, no, right now, (laughs) starting now, (laughs) we need more. We need more. I think we need to get every branch. Well, and also there's an obvious thing is that it because Nate was army, right? Nate was army. Yeah. Yeah. A typical. I want a marine now. We need a marine now. That way you have some fun. Get a marine. Here. <laughs> the only the the I had um, one of the close encounters I had with military uh, was with a former Navy SEAL who our head baseball coach. He was a very ambitious guy. Mm-hmm. Loved like if he if he saw a good idea around team building, he was going to implement it to us punk mm-hmm. high school kids. And he brought a Navy SEAL out and basically had him torture us for an entire day um, to build morale. And I learned a lot that day. Not a lot of kids did. Um, they just got hurt. But um, it was really intense. So maybe we actually we might actually need a Navy SEAL as well. Yeah, We need them all. It's funny because we have this picture, and I could see that guy doing that, but when I was at, when I was at SOCAF Special Operations Command Africa, like we had a t- we had we had all the forces, but like some Navy SEALs, you would look at these guys, you're like, that is definitely not a Navy SEAL, and then some you'd be like, oh yeah, I can see that. It's it's so interesting mm-hmm. in the special operations world how some guys just look like special ops guys, okay. and some who you never think I it, but like that guy, would, you know, some of the they would they could outdo everything for you, but you would never think about it. Yeah. They're kind of small and light. Well, the and, Navy mm-hmm. SEAL thing, I feel like so much of it is in between the ears. Like the, you got to be able to just yeah. resist pain to get through buds and stuff like that. Yes, it's the ability to get through the pain. And then even when it comes to their training, a lot of them will say it's like they have the athletic ability. Okay, that you got to have the athletic ability to handle the physical side and the mm-hmm. mental side. But why they're so good at other stuff is because they just do it more. They train more and harder. Wow. They train at shooting. They train at all those things more. You already have to have the, the mental and physical to handle that. And then you train and train and train and train and train over and over and over. So. Yeah, it's cool. And I, I knew a couple of Navy SEALs who literally hated swimming. He goes, no, after Bud, he goes, I he goes, I will happily jump over a puddle of water to avoid water because that's how much, I, how much I hate water. That is so like, Dude, funny. you're in the Navy yeah, SEALs. Why like, did you yeah. join the Navy SEALs? Yeah, or the Navy at all. It was matter. funny whenever because he, he was my cycling buddy in Germany, but it was no. funny for him to say, I will happily jump over a puddle of water to avoid water. That is so so hearing funny. you talk about Air Force, I feel like that that might be where it's at. But the thing, because the funny thing is, like, I feel like most. 
like if you don't know a lot about the military and you just kind of see what's put in front of you like you're the, the navy seals is very glorified obviously yeah. and like the green berets like yeah. the rangers the the special task forces and whatnot um just because a lot of times that's where the motivational speakers come from yeah. um and the podcasters if you will but um but yeah like a lot of people like a lot of people probably think well i'm only going to join air force if i want to fly planes but like that's not at all just no. like what they do so yeah there's a ton i mean the air force is about flying planes but everybody there you still have bases so you still got to have the services somebody still got to run the gym mm-hmm. somebody still got to run the hospital somebody still got to run the base network someone still got to make sure the roads are paved and the buildings are operating so mm-hmm. all those things are in the air force so yeah and then and there's a ton of pilots as well I wish I had bad eyes. I wanted to be a pilot, but I had bad eyes when I joined the Air Force. Uh. And then I actually tried to, I thought more than once to cross train to become a navigator just so I could go fly. Mm. But then I couldn't get released from my career field. Because when I came into the Air Force, the comm, the IT career field was like a a bathtub, we call it. It was like the bomb that that they, they saw the future was cyber. And so they didn't have enough people, so they were just pulling everybody in. Because my my degree was in English. I don't have an IT degree. Did not. Oh, wow. But uh, my degree was in English. English and my no di- my my uh, my uh, minors in art history. <laughs> so, <laughs> How about that? Liberal arts all the way. So <laughs> liberal arts all the way. And so. <laughs> You never That's crazy. That, right? I would have. I would have bet <laughs> so much money that you had a, some kind of cyber background. Like you're like, oh yeah, in college I love programming. Stuff. No, I still, I still did. I had, I learned Turbo Pascal in college because I was a math major to start. Okay. And then I d- realized so did I didn't teach? like math. No, that's just what my my scholarship was in. Okay. So uh, I and then I like I really don't like math. I could handle it. Not I wasn't great at it, but I could handle it. But I didn't like it. And so yeah. I I switched degrees a couple of times. Just landed on English because I could read and write pretty fast. Mm. Really, that was it. I'm being totally transparent there. Hey, I yeah, wasn't the best college it. student. Like I I get that. I, here's how. <laughs> here's here's some transparency. I was on. The dean's list my last two years, but my overall GPA was still a two point nine seven. So, so you had that's how bad my first couple yeah. years were. Work it up a little bit. Yeah, I eventually straightened out. So that's the why dean's list you got to be three point oh, right? Three point oh and up, I think, our dean's list. Yeah, yeah. So I had to fight to get back. You had to, to fight that. it out. Yeah. But you know, I knew I was going to join the Air Force. I knew I had a guaranteed job for four years. Another reason for Air Force ROTC, you're guaranteed a full pay job for four years. So I knew mm. I was going to get that. And yeah, twenty four years later, but now the Air Force is. The military's not bad. Probably coolest logo. Yeah. 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 yeah I like them. Yeah. Way better football uniforms as well than than Navy or Army. Mm-hmm. I'll just throw that out there. Way better football teams until Air, War, Air Force choked it up against Army this That's year. A good that point. was depressing. Yeah. Air Force lost to Army. I mean, Army and Army got the Commander's Cup, which is great for them for the Commander's Cup. The, so the Air Force, Army, and Navy, they have thing called the Commander's Cup in college football. That whoever win basically beats the other two teams gets to keep this trophy and that's that their biggest pride event of the year is the commander's cup not going mm-hmm. to a bowl game or anything else and the air force choked it up against army it was everybody terrible. on the football team like those are active service people yeah, they right? all go active duty they have to because they're so they're at, they're at the air force academy and they all will go active duty something wow. i remember like the first thing i ever learned about like military schools playing football my dad mentioned to me when i was younger he was like he's like yeah one of the struggles with like uh these military teams is their o lines and d lines can only be yep. so big yep. because these guys are 
active military. They can't right. just be 400 pounds. Yeah. Right. And I was like, that's a great point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, because we have, they still have to pass the same. I think they get some minor waivers for those guys now, but they can't maintain weight. Yeah. Because they're dropping weight so they're much because of how strict the life yeah. is at the military academy. <laughs> that so that's is why crazy. you won't see a lot of, because you'll see some other specialty guys maybe get drafted or whatnot, but not though. Like, they just don't have it. That's yeah. also why they can't handle going up because they're really big defensive line because mm-hmm. they just don't have the and yeah. vice versa. So David Robinson famously went to the Naval Academy. So well, yeah. San, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, 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 basketball, yeah. So. I wish so badly that I had he went to, wait, where did he go to? Naval Academy. I'll say he was nicknamed the Admiral, was he yep. not? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. wish so badly that I had like the the like respect and awe for the military, like whenever I was younger that I do now. Not that I didn't respect yeah, it, but no, like but like I wish I would have given it like thought yeah because like well there's a lot, a lot of, things. of it's family related so i'm not like having yeah yes. well yeah, my 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 grandfather was in the army and my um my uncle was in the navy and but yeah it wasn't anyone super any, super i didn't have any my yeah. my closest the closest thing i really have is my great-grandfather who i knew for a little bit he flew planes in world war ii mm-hmm. um and so like Whenever we had his funeral, like there were soldiers there sh- yeah, shooting. It's really the, cool. The rifles yeah. and and that was crazy to me as a little kid. I was like, why are we shooting guns? At this my funeral? grandpa yeah. did the my my grandpa never saw any uh like any combat or anything. He ran radio towers. Oh, cool. But he was in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it yeah, I always respected him a lot. Like I he was I I loved my grandpa a lot. But I and I would ask him about stories like that. That was like one of my favorite things to do was to talk to him and just ask him about stories of his life, not necessarily just being in the army, but just in general. It's and pretty insane but, when you think about the generations that came before us, like not many generations have avoided uh, war. Yeah. Like, and a lot of them like having to serve as well, like just mm-hmm. get straight up getting drafted. Yeah. Um, and like our parents, cause like our grandparents, a lot of them were involved in, in Vietnam mm-hmm. um, and maybe just slightly older. But, like, our parents were kind of the first ones who, like, probably aren't going to, like, well, at this point, are just not going to. Like, they're old enough right. they wouldn't get drafted. Yeah. I think it's between, like, 18 to 35 is, like, your selective service age. Um, and so, like, they're, the, like, the first ones in a, in a while, I guess. And I re- that's not even really a culture around their life is mm-hmm. is, is war. Um Hopefully we make it. He, yeah. He, Hopefully it all stays good. Yeah. yeah, I'm in that range. Selective <laughs> service. What are the exemptions for selective service? Like beyond health? Like I, I don't even Red really hair. know anything about it. What? Red hair. Red hair. It's too visible. <laughs> yeah. I don't even. I, I, I don't even know. I mean, I got my letter. Any medical issues you would have, like. It's basically physical issues that would keep you out. Yeah, like you I didn't know the physical, like knee issues or back issues or color blindness will keep most people but out like, too. So. And obviously, like when a war breaks out, if they if they had to draft, because like I think we have a we have a ton of soldiers, so I don't even know what it would take to get to that point. Um, or is that not true? The recruiting numbers are going lower and lower. Are they? Course. Okay. Even so before maybe, I got out, they, the numbers wow. were getting lower because it's a different generation. People mm-hmm. don't want to go get yelled at for it's true. years. If you go enlisted, you're going to get basically well, here, yelled I hear, at. I heard, I heard a chain. conspiracy theory, Jason. Let okay. Me hear, let me, I love Trevor's let me, conspiracy let theory. Get, so. Let me get your opinion on this. Okay. I heard that the U.S. government, the reason that they are potentially sabotaging their own economy is because they want soldiers. Uh, and if the economy is bad enough, and like you said, military is a great career option. Yeah. It really is. That's where really our tax is. dollars go. If you get out of if you get out of high school and you've got nothing else to do, there's the military right there for you. And so if the economy is looking grim enough and you've got no prospects, <laughs> so that could be and they're like, hey, we need more soldiers. There's gonna be a war. 
I heard that the other day. <laughs> what do you think Where'd about you that? hear that Could from, I, Trev? Huh? Same place Brody hears all his info. Can I believe the, are, the Illuminati? I said it was a conspiracy. <laughs> you never know. Like it, it, it. If you walk that dog or pull that string enough, it'll probably come to a positive resolution, right? It, it, it's possible, right? I've, I've never heard yeah. that. There's no, there's very few government conspiracies that I hear, and I'm like, that's not possible. Yeah, right? I agree. <laughs> exactly. And like, yeah. if it happened, I'd be like, that especially ones me, that are so. that. Guess simple. what? The government isn't full of great people. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially something like that. That's so simple. Uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. If, they, if the government wanted to increase their soldiers, like they'd find a way. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine though, like uh, in today's society, you know, whenever there was drafts before, like I think people just kind of accepted. Well, I don't know. I wasn't around. I'm not even gonna say anything about that. But if there was a draft today, first of all, I don't even know if the, would the government even have the goal to do it, like knowing the backlash they would get. But like there was so many people. Like if it happened, if if I heard that there was a draft happening because our we were that in need of soldiers, I feel like I would be like, you know what? This is just this is I gotta fight for my country. Like that yeah. is what it is. Yeah. But there are so many people like in today's generation yeah. that would freak out over that. Well, I think the, I don't know if they'd want those people. <laughs> Do you, your name gets called, man. That's yeah. Yeah. like. It's just insane. It would it would be. It depends on who, honestly, without getting political, depends on who's president or dictate. Yeah. You know how many people are jumping in line or not, or, or what, even what, like if the president would be willing would to be do willing that. To do or that or not. Right? Yeah. It, it would be. It would be tough, and it would be chaos for sure. So. Yeah, because so many people would just be like, like I just wouldn't go. Like you have to be dragging people out of their homes. Yeah. I try, I mean, I didn't try to push my kids into it, but I kept trying to get the option open for them to go to the military. But they never had any desire. Mm. And my wife is very happy that they didn't want to go in the yeah. military, right? <laughs> but I was I was fully supportive of that. But they had no desire to go yeah. go do anything in the military. Hey. Which my dad was in the Air Force, um, and then he re, he separated after nine years. But then he went at Air National Guard and was shooting. And that he retired as an E eight, which is like the second highest enlisted rank, um, in the in the guard. So you know what's a you know what's a crazy uh, military branch, Coast Guard. Yep, those guys are nuts, man. I saw another video the other day of this. There's this giant carrier out in the ocean carrying yachts, and it's getting bodied by these huge waves. And this guy has to jump off the boat, and you got Coast Guard repelling down with, with that helicopter hover, and they're repelling down to grab this guy and fish him out of there. Like you talk about not being fond of water, yeah. if, like you're gonna maybe have to go into these boats that are getting flooded or like right. sinking and drag yeah. people out of there. Oh man, in just huge storms in the big vast ocean, yeah. oh, that is not for the lighthearted. Yeah, and there's another special crew there, the Coast Guard. So yeah. you gotta really love water, as you just said, Trevor, to be in the Coast Guard. Space Force, that's maybe where it's at. Space Force is interesting. I, I could have transferred to the Space <laughs> That's a Force. Real so like, thing. The Space Force is real now, right? They they, yeah. they they created it. It was just being created when I left, and I could have transferred to the Space Force and stayed on a few you more had years. To think so. about it. You had to think about yeah. it. Yeah, Space I, we, Force. I was ready for the break. To be fully yeah. honest, if you I were a little a younger, in your break. Career? oh yeah, if I was younger for sure, so, dude. Space Force. That's sick. Because that I, I mean, it, it's 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 space. For, I did a space tour for three years, and co- when I was in Colorado Springs, I was at a fourth space operation squadron we just call it four sops huh four sops four what is this yes and so they uh they take care of the milstar um satellite system so we have five it's ehf enhanced uh extra high frequency enhanced high frequency basically radio waves right but it's our communication satellite so it's the system. that's and then, awesome and then advanced ehf took over 
don't think it's EHF. Anyway, so I worked there for three years, and so got to love space life. So it's 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 a bunch of dudes sitting in a windowless building, and like we even had that that base was locked down, so we had portals you had to go through that they had stopped. We had to go through, swipe our badge, do a code, and for a while they had a retinal scanner there. You had to put your, <laughs> you had to put your eye down. They stopped that before I got there because pink eye kept breaking out. So <laughs> I'm not kidding. So they stopped the retinal scanner, but then. But, no kidding. But then it was weight based. So if you, if it would weigh you when you walked If everybody in. could remember to stop farting on the retinal scanner, <laughs> it would weigh you when you walked in. And if you walked out with something heavier, it would stop you and ask, hey, are you carrying something like, extra? I ate a sub. So. It was a big sub. That's, that is crazy. And then I took a dump while I was in yeah. there. Yeah. And then we had to do the same. And it was one of the cool. It was like the, a touchpad, but the numbers changed every time. You'd swipe it, and the numbers would change so that no one behind you could see what your code was. So oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was. It was, And then in, in the, our actual room where, where our squadron operations were located, it was the same way for the door, but it tracked everybody's movement all the time. So you couldn't open the door and tailgate and let people in. You literally had to swipe, close it, swipe, close it. Wow. So you could sometimes have 10 people trying to get in and five people trying to get out. These are the first world problems we're talking about. Uh-huh. Like that technology is cool until everyone's trying to get in or get yeah. out at yeah. the exact same time. You're like, because you had to do the code every time. Dang, so mission impossible. it was interesting though. Like it's, I've, I've, when I start telling these stories to think about, I'm like, I've done a lot of wide variety of things. So I would love yeah. to know what space force um, is up to. And also I'd love to know, like in my lifetime, am I ever going to see conflict in space? Yes. Because yes, you think I will hundred percent like, like two ships in space, like fighting each other is what I mean. Five letters. C H I N A China. They're already doing. They're already prepping for. This is all. You can go look on the internet. What are we fighting for in space, though? They're all. They are are creating space ports to be hubs for like uh, supply runs and stuff. So China's doing that right now. And China has is already militarizing. They're. It's not space hasn't officially been militarized yet, but Uh it's China. They they are pushing hard to militarize. And there's no territory in space. Correct. That's they're trying to figure that out. So it's, it's pirate waters out there. So so yes, I will be shocked if you live the normal life to eighty or ninety years. You, you're going to see combat where in space. Were you when the Battle so. of the Moon happened? Yes, <laughs> it's crazy. whatever that. It may be light level combat, but it's going to it's going to happen. So that's crazy. It's crazy, right? We are yeah. living Star Wars. Whenever I just want to see, I want to see us go. I love space, and yeah. I NASA are a bunch of liars. They said we we're going to be back to the moon. I think by now. Um, they're planning on going to the moon again and I want to see it so bad. I love that stuff. I love <laughs> space. I think space is so cool. I think the interaction, I watched interstellar like a week ago. So that just got me fired up again. Um, I think space rocks. That is crazy. How am I supposed to go? How am I supposed to finish this podcast and then go back to editing a video of the Simon Lazat pixel versus the Eagle McMahon envy and feel like I have any purpose. <laughs> You bring when there's people out there protecting the world. We got to bring joy to the. You're people, bringing man. joy. We help morale so that when the draft comes along, they're more willing to serve. Yeah. <laughs> and, and after they're drafted, they have something good to watch, and it's called that's foundation, right? right? Hey, that's they bring true. them joy and happiness at night. That's right. Yep. <laughs> we are. Yeah, we are necessary. Let's start doing let's every start, day. Let's start doing like some Navy SEALs workouts. Every you, day, the yeah, it's, it's required. Okay. Go ahead and find the biggest log outside you can, and just hold it above your head until you cry. And yeah. that was basically what it was like. And then keep okay. holding it longer. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then he's going to tell you you're not done yet. Right. And then, when, I, and then when you can't hold it any longer, you're going to hold it longer. I've, so never, it's just, I've never been pushed that hard in my life. There was one we did. Uh, we had these, I mean, huge logs, and there would be um, 
a group of us, we started with the log laying across our chest, like a line of like five of us. Yeah. And you started with a sit up, yeah. rolled it off you. Then you had to roll it a certain distance uh, and then get back under it, oh do another gosh. sit up, like roll. Holy cow, dude, it was that great. Sucks. <laughs> we also had a run. We did one where the whole group of us, we had to spread out all these really heavy sandbags amongst us. And all, all the sandbags had to make it four miles. So oh it was just like we gosh. had to just pass them around and like get a four mile. Yeah. Oh my we God. We just played high school baseball. I'm about to say that's pretty hardcore for that's a high school crazy. baseball team. So. Hey, we learned a lot though. I, I, uh, Guys made names for themselves out there that day. <laughs> All right. What name did you make for yourself out there that day? Team captain. Wow. Wow. Love that flex. <laughs> In high school baseball. <laughs> yeah, Jason, I don't know about you and what you did, but I was team captain of my baseball team. <laughs> yeah. So how at about the, that? At the moment, it was very important and exciting. So. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Uh, here we go. I was like the only one who just followed the respected authorities. So here we go. Here we go. What are we thinking here? What are we going to get today? I don't know. Jason again. Jason. <laughs> Unstoppable oh, no. force means an immovable object. Done it's gonna be me. It has to be me. Hunter. Big Hunter. Hunter. Oh wow. Okay. okay. Big there Jason. Big Hunt. The military talk switches out for the running talk. <laughs> hey, I'll do that all day. <laughs> hey, I need to do one more thing. Uh, last time I was on the banter was actually my daughter's birthday, and I didn't wish her happy birthday. Oh, She's the gosh. only person in my family that actually listens to my the things I'm on. <laughs> oh, no one else listens to anything. Gosh, Jason. <laughs> happy belated birthday, Hannah. Happy birthday, Hannah. Happy birthday. Sorry about that. Happy. That's enough. (laughs) Sorry about that.